0: Real quick, before we start, if you like what you hear and you're not following the podcast, make sure you hit that follow button. It helps the podcast grow, and that means we can change more lives of people just like you. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on, fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives, Make Money on the Training podcast,
1: and... I'm your host, Kristen Mubbetrack and Mark.
0: And I'm your host, her better half, Brian Mark. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about cutting people out of your life. And most specifically, we're talking about cutting <laughs> losers out of your life. I do use the term losers, and I'm going to explain what my definition of a loser is. But yeah, I think this topic is very important because I think that the reason that a lot of people struggle to see success is because there's people in their life that are dragging them down.
1: I absolutely agree. And I just combine topic and resonate together. This topic resonates with me currently, and it's also something that I teach inside my community It's like people consistently are talking about how their friends suck, their partners suck. And it's like, you're just going to start to suck as well. And it's like, you're in control of the people that you allow into your space.
0: Yeah. So let's, let's do this. Okay. So when you talk about like goal setting, achieving success, whatever it is, you're, you set a goal and let's say your goal is to lose 15 pounds. If your goal is to lose 15 pounds, it, that means that right now you're 15 pounds overweight, which means that you have like habits and rituals that keep you 15 pounds overweight, mm-hmm. which is probably like drinking, smoking, eating yeah. out, et cetera. So if you have habits that keep you 15 pounds overweight, like drinking, smoking, going out, whatever, then it's also likely that you have friends or people that are in your life that have similar habits as you, drinking, smoking, et cetera. And so yeah. I think that the reason that this is important to talk about is because when you start to make a change in your life, whether that's like growing your business or losing weight or whatever mm-hmm. it is, immediately you start to become different than people around you. Whether it's like your family raised you a certain way and now you're starting to act different. Like you're going mm-hmm. to the gym, you're eating out of meal prep containers, or you used to go out with your friends and you used to get dingled, but now you're staying in to work on your stuff because you want to be successful and productive. So immediately you start to become different. And my definition of a loser is somebody that either talks down at you for that or tries to hold you back.
1: I love that we're doing this podcast because I don't know that I've used the term loser because I think like ultimately someone that I might think or you might think is a loser, if you're happy drinking and smoking and getting blackout every weekend, which typically that's not the case, then like you do you. But just like people that aren't on the same wavelength that you are. And yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I'm glad we're having this opportunity <laughs> because I call them losers. And, it's, Guys, and that's, that's
1: okay. That's
0: my definition of a loser. Like this is the hard truth like in life. There's like, and I think that this is a big problem. And obviously we have a different perspective. On this. Yes. This
1: yeah. This is good. This yeah. Is
0: a, like, this is a big problem with today's society is that we don't label winners and we don't label losers. And so, you know, little fucking Johnny is in grade six and he like enters like a, a sport and he places ninth and he gets this like fucking participation trophy. So he thinks he's a winner, but he didn't win. So he goes into life with this fucking participation trophy and nobody pays attention to him because Nobody gives a fuck if you're ninth place. Like people want to work with the best. And so we're not training winners. And that's why we have a bunch of people that are just walking around as sheep. So there's winners and there's losers.
1: And I think that when I say the word loser, it almost comes from a place of hate. Like I've had lately, someone's been pissing me off a lot. And so the words I would use are like fucking bitch loser. And like, that's not coming from a place of me being level headed. That's coming from a place of me reacting. And so I think when I personally say the word loser, it's not coming from a place of me just being like, this person is a loser. It almost comes from a place of like anger, which I don't like, but I do agree with you. I also think though, that this is why I think one day we'll make really good parents because little Johnny that got ninth place, like Brian's going to be like, you can do better son. And I'm going to be like, yo, Johnny, I fucking love you, Johnny. You did really good. Did you try your best? You tried your best. Okay, next time we're going to do a little bit better. Like I would take a more compassionate, approach while like nurturing and applauding for the eighth place because although it wasn't a winning place if you tried your best I think like that validation especially at a young age is necessary but I also think that the way that Brian speaks and the way he is able to just be like there's fucking winners and I'm a winner and you're a loser I respect that like I respect that a lot but I think just reflecting on the way I use the word I would use Lower level frequency. Yeah. They are operating at a lower level frequency, which is typically loser habits, but I don't know that I would use the
0: word. I'm going to use the word loser because yes. I used to be a fucking loser. Like, yeah. The reason I can say that is because I used to be that person. I used to be the person that was drinking. I used to be the person that was smoking weed all the time. I used to be the person that was like doing drugs when I went out. Like, I used to be that guy. I used mm. to be the type of guy that when I saw people that were successful, I would find like excuses for their success mm. and justifications and like. That for me is the definition of a loser because like, if you can't see somebody else's success and give them credit for it, or at least try to rise to the occasion, like automatically you stay at that lower level frequency. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about how this impacts you because how many of you have ever like found it like that you had to explain yourself and why you're doing things to the people that are in your life? Like you have to explain yourself. Like you go to like family dinner and you're like eating healthy and you're like, they're like, why are you eating that? Yes.
1: Like, yeah, why are you, yes, what do you mean? Yes. Why, are you,
0: why are you going to the and, gym instead of coming out with us? Why aren't you coming out every weekend? Like, why do I have to explain myself to you?
1: And if the tables were turned and like you looked at your overweight family member and you're like, why are you eating that fucking pumpkin pie? Fat chamber, fat chamber, fat chamber. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, if you won't accept the same sort of question, then don't ask the question in the first place. And I think something that it might be like the term I would use is loser habits because I don't want to look at myself as a loser, but I definitely had loser habits. I feel like I was uh, learning through my period of like drinking drugs and honestly, just not treating people the way that I, as a human being want to treat people. Mm. So I definitely had loser habits. But yeah. if I like think back to myself when I was like 18, 19 and I, I call myself a loser, that doesn't feel right with me.
0: Yeah. I'm going to call myself a loser. So, <laughs> so guys, so this is the thing, right? When you like start chasing goals and going after the things that you want and we're going after our goals, whether that be like, I want to start my own online coaching business. I want to mm-hmm. lose 30 pounds, whatever yeah. it is. I'm going to become the fittest, baddest bitch on the planet, whatever it is that happens in your female's audience, <laughs> right? Whatever you guys do over there and We're the chasing fucking records. All right. So I'm going to become the best version of myself. Okay. And then on this path to becoming the best version of myself, I've got people in my life that are yes. like holding me back. And let's like just different levels. It might be your mom. yeah. It might be a friend yep. or it could be stranger pants, fucking Bob or a me co-worker or a co-worker, anybody. yes right? And so the first thing I want to say is that like, it's my immediate instinct. Is not to like cut you out of my life? Mm-hmm. My immediate instinct is like when I'm chasing my goals and going after the things that I want, if you start like shaming me or like beating me up for that, or like just bringing negative energy around me all the time while I'm trying to go after the things mm-hmm. that I want. Step number one is to set a boundary.
1: Yeah. And I think just be direct, right? Like, cause like we talk about the reasons we're upset behind other people's facts, but we don't actually go to the source and say like, Hey, listen, like I'm really upset with you. And this is like what I need. So I agree. Like I would add like step number one would be boundaries and being fucking direct, like have a direct conversation. And like yeah. when you make a boundary, you can't just really make a boundary in your head and then, Oh, I'm keeping it. Like you got to draw a boundary with that person. And I know you're looking at me right now because, I'm, <laughs> because I, I saw his. That husband, is her fucking. I saw his husband's face. He was like this. He was like this. Yeah. Okay. So I he's saying that I'm gonna be honest because I've been a boundary in the headset. I'm like I'm setting this boundary, but I'm not actually gonna really like voice it because I'm scared. And it's like that's not what setting boundaries is sending. And I'm getting way better. I've yeah. been super direct lately, where I'm just like direct conversation here, direct conversation here, cutting this person out here. Like I am on a mission, and anyone that is not for the mission, or I think is a negative part of my life, I'm just gonna remove.
0: Yes. Let's call it a three step process. Yeah. To losers I like life. it. So step number one. Is to set the boundary so let's say it's your mom every time you start working on your online business your mom comes up to you and is like why are you doing that like you should get a real job right or every time you're on your weight loss journey and you bring your healthy meal to dinner like why are you eating out of that container it's not healthy step number one is draw a boundary and the boundary looks like this listen Mm -hmm. mom i love you to death but like i'm trying to lose weight and i'm trying to become the best version of myself And I need you to support that. Mm -hmm. And if you don't support that, like, I'm like, it's going to start to piss me off. So step number one is to draw Mm a super hard boundary.
1: And I think to add on to that, when you draw a boundary, like maybe you just won't see eye to eye with somebody. And like, Brian and I have difference in opinions. Like, for example, like I don't necessarily like the term loser, but I love my husband. So it's like, when you're setting that boundary, it could almost be a boundary of like our boundary mom is that like, we're not going to talk about my weight loss journey because I really need humans that are going to support me on this journey. And right now you're not doing that. So the boundary would be, we don't talk about this. Cause when yep. we talk about this, it doesn't go anywhere. And Brian and I have literally had multiple conversations where it's like, this is going absolutely nowhere. I love him. I think he's an amazing human, but I'm right. And he's wrong. So we're just going to end there. And he's going to end with, he's right. And I'm wrong. And we're going to carry on our merry way. Cause it's not worth the conversation anymore. Mm-hmm.
0: So step number one is to draw a hard boundary,
1: draw a hard boundary, direct conversation.
0: Step number two would be to respect the hard boundary. Mm-hmm. So, as an example, let's say that you draw that boundary with your mom, your significant other, somebody in your life that's been like holding you back, or somebody that has consistently negative energy. Yeah. Step number two is to respect the boundary. So, somebody crosses your boundary. This is where at this point you have a hard conversation. Like, listen, I've already talked to you about how this bothers me. Yeah. I've had this conversation with you, and yet you continue to do the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know that, like, if this behavior continues, yes. like, we're going to start talking a lot less because I cannot. Deal with this situation over and over and over again. And if you're not willing to respect my boundary, then I need to respect my space.
1: Absolutely. And I think that one thing I want to add to this is you might be like, oh boy, I fucked up these steps bad. That's like kind of what I'm thinking about now is the way that I've cut people out of my life was almost a little bit messy. But I think that with every messy cutting someone out of your life, you learn. So, like, we're giving these to you as guidance, but there's probably going to be times in your life where you try and do the step by step and maybe you lop it up a little bit and that's okay.
0: Dude. And I'll be honest. Like, I feel like the reason that I've got like a clear definitive process now is because I made a lot of mistakes. Yes,
1: Agreed. Like there's,
0: yes. I'm not going to name any names, but there's been individuals in my life where I draw a boundary and then I draw a hard boundary and then they cross it over and over and over oh, and over yes. and over again. Yes. Yes. And how many of you guys have ever done that? I and mean, then there's somebody that's in your life. Say I have in the comments, or if you're listening to the podcast, let me know somebody in your life, you draw a boundary, you draw it again, and then they consistently cross it over and over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And at that, that point, it's no longer a them problem, but it's a you problem because Absolutely. you're the one that's allowing it to happen. And so I feel like I can speak from experience now, knowing that like, I have cut some people out of my life, yeah. but it took me like a year or two years for me to actually wake up and be like, holy fuck. And yeah. now, like, because I did that and because it was like, there are people that were close to me, I have like, I have a very hard line that I just will not let people cross ever.
1: And I think that when you said that's a that's you, a problem. you problem and not a them problem, that a big disconnect is that you think it's a them problem, when in reality it's a you problem. So you're like, this motherfucker has crossed my unwritten boundary 85 times, and then you just end up reacting, right? So I think that like a big disconnect is that You don't, like, ask what part you played. You just blame the other person when it's, like, ultimately, like, this life experience that we're living is something that we created. And so something that's incredibly important is, like, those internal reflections.
0: Yeah. I always, like, if somebody crosses, it's like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, I'm an idiot. It's crazy
1: because I want to talk, too, about the evolution of watching Brian make boundaries. So way back when we lived in our little elevator home, or townhouse. Brian had one night where he was up all night and then he woke up and he was like, I'm up all night. I have to have to make this phone call. I have to make this phone call, made the phone call, drew the boundary, but it took probably like at least 24 hours. So then the other, like the next step was like, okay, like it was about 12 hours, didn't sleep, woke up in the morning and did it. And now this motherfucker will literally make a decision. And he's like drawing this boundary right now, doesn't think on it, doesn't lose sleep and makes the call or whatever the boundary looks like. So I've like watched the evolution of you setting boundaries. And I think without even recognizing it, it was super inspiring to me and it's helped me be more direct in conversations without feeling guilty about my directness.
0: I'm going to be straight up with you guys and let you know that like I made a commitment that the number one motherfucker in my life is me Mm -hmm. period.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so
0: like the number one motherfucker in my life is me. And what that means is that like, I've got goals, I've got dreams, I've got ambitions, I've got a direction that I'm heading. I want PT domination at 5,000 students. I want iron energy to be the best dream in Western Canada. Like these are my ambitions. These are my goals. These are my dreams. Mm -hmm. And those people that are in my life align with those dreams. And they're helping me achieve that mission. And they're helping me get closer towards the things that I want, or they're holding me the fuck back. Those are the two things. So you're either helping me out or you're holding me back. And so because I made the decision that I'm the number one motherfucker in my life, if I have somebody that is like crossing the boundary of like, They're negatively impacting my ability to achieve the goals that I've set for myself. I've made the decision that I'm going to boundary, hard boundary, cut them out. Mm -hmm. And when I say cut them out, like I really do mean that. Like I have people in my life that I was super close to and I no longer converse with them Mm -hmm. because they were committed to staying on a lower level frequency. Mm -hmm. And I'm committed to hitting the next fucking level. Yeah. And that might sound savage. And it's because it is Mm -hmm. because I also have people that came into my business who literally I had absolutely like no previous relationship with, and they're still with me as a partner, yeah. AKA Colda Silva yeah. seven years later, because we committed to the mission together and we started going all in. And I'm like, that with anybody mm-hmm. that goes all in with me. Like yeah. Britsy, as an example, Britsy yeah. one of the people, I, yeah. but she's been with me since literally day one. Mm-hmm. And because she's been loyal to the mission, helping me out, helping me grow. It's like, I'll never cut her out because it's like, she's been like so loyal to like what I'm trying to do. So it's like, you either align with me, you align my, with my purpose, align with my goals, or you get the fuck out.
1: And the person that comes to people come to my mind, like Chelsea Tansy, same thing ever since she joined the coaching team, she's been all in and she's so integral. Every time she says she's going to be there, she's going to be there. And so that for me is like, I fucking love you. And I'm going to bring you up to the top. Like I got your back. Yeah. Same with Brittany. We've been doing this for like a very, very, very long time. So it's like, yeah, like, I feel like we're not going to cut people. We're not like cut you here, cut you here, cut you here, cut you here. Like. We genuinely are very accepting and kind people. But if you're in the way of our bigger mission, like for me, like the woman who win and ultimately just my like healing journey, like if you're in the way of that, sometimes it takes me a little bit longer than it should, but I don't have time to waste talking to a brick wall. And that's Mm -hmm. what sometimes it feels like with people when you're like, this is how you're making me feel. This is what you've done. It's like, they're not receptive. The conversation is going nowhere. And so it's like, I'm going to remove you from my life and I'm not going to look bad. Mm -hmm. But the people that are in my circle, like work-wise, like Chelsea Tansy, Brett, like my coaches I have right now, all fucking incredible. Like I'm going to bring you to the top. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to like chop, 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 chop. But it's like, once I've had conversations with you, Two, three, four times, and you haven't been receptive to what I've said, like, I start to get frustrated and I start to get angry. And that's when I recognize that, like, we're not in alignment. And I think that, like, when I cut someone out of my life, ultimately, it's like, it's what's best for me and it's going to be what's best for them because, like, I don't need anybody that's going to bring me down. I don't need anybody that, like, yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I get what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm
0: like, guys, I want everyone to, like, there's two exercises we're going to play right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Exercise number one. Is I want you to think about this question for a second. Yeah. Is there anybody in your life right now where every single time you talk to them, you feel like shit or you feel negative yes. or every single time you think about this person, you feel negative. You leave a conversation, you feel drained. You feel drained. Yes. yes. That is somebody that you need to have a hard conversation with. Absolutely. So that's number one. Okay. So the first exercise is I want you guys to think about this for a second. Honestly, is there anybody that you talk to or anybody that's in your life or anybody that you communicate with mm-hmm. and you leave that conversation drained? By the way, guys, this is a funny thing for personal trainers. This can include your clients.
1: Absolutely. This
0: can include Absolutely. your fucking clients. Like if there's clients, every yeah. time they text you, you're like, oh my God, please God, don't be I've worried. had
1: to remove, I think three people out of the community. And it was one of the hardest things that I've ever done, which is pretty crazy when yeah. we have 1400 girls. But when somebody crosses those boundaries, like it doesn't matter if they're paying you a monthly fee or they paid you for your service, you're allowed to mm. refund them and get them out at whatever point to to preserve your mental health.
0: So that's number one. Yeah. Number two is I want you to go to the last five text conversations that you have in your phone and ask yourself this question: Are these people helping me achieve my goals, like helping me pursue my passions? Ooh, I love
1: that. Or are they
0: holding me the fuck back? Because we can talk all our talk, whatever it is. Go into the last five text Mm -hmm. conversations that you have with friends, family members, whatever it is, and audit the conversation and ask yourself. Are these people cheering me on, like, putting, like, gasoline on my fire, helping me get to the next level? Or are these people fucking, like, pouring water on my flames and trying to fucking dampen my light and trying to hold me back because of whatever limitations that they placed on themselves that they feel the need to, like, broadcast to me? Are these people helping me out or holding me back?
1: I fucking love that. And I just, like, as you said, that I visually look, like I thought of my phone and like, absolutely the last five people I texted are people that are helping move the ball forward. I also want to add one thing in. I think like, I see like very clearly, I am very like self-aware. And sometimes I go and I've talked to my girls about this. I go into fix it mode. So when somebody comes into my life and I'm like, Ooh, this person is fucked up. I'm like, I can fix them, but come into my world. Let me help you. Let me help you. Right. And so What I want to say is that when you make the decision to have a direct conversation, don't go into the direct conversation with the expectation that this person is going to receive it because they might spit in your face. They might be like, fuck you, or they might give you a load of baloney back. So don't go into that conversation with any expectation but to fulfill what you need to say. And that's it, you guys, because you cannot control the way the person is going to receive your direct conversation, the boundary that you're setting. So drop all expectations and go in there for yourself. Like Brian said, he's committed to the most important person is him. And like before Brian Mark, I put myself first. Like yes, he's important. He's my husband, but like I don't, I'm gonna tell you guys this. But when I make your guys eggs in the morning and I'm having them, I give you guys the bad eggs and I give me the good egg. Wow. Because, because for so long I would make breakfast and I would literally give myself this fucking shitty piece of egg. So I'm like, I'm literally putting crazy. myself last when I make breakfast so then it was super uncomfortable but I saw this fucking shitty little egg and I'm like Brian will never notice and so I gave myself this like brown juicy egg and I just threw the little shitty egg in your sandwich <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> in his sandwich wow. and it felt so wow. good it felt so good to put myself first I'm like why the fuck am I eating the shitty egg so in my client only group I got everyone to write in the comments I'm going to give myself the good egg. And it's like, damn right. You are. You make the fucking meal. You get the good egg.
0: I need to draw a boundary with you. <laughs> I need to draw a boundary with you. The
1: boundary is I want the good eggs. Not received. Not received.
0: He never I'm noticed. He,
1: even the shitty egg sandwich. She's like, babe, this is the best sandwich you ever made. I'm like, that's alignment.
0: <laughs> that's fucking funny. That is funny. Guys, it's, uh, cutting people out of your life is very difficult. But it's more difficult to stay in the same fucking place and not grow for the next three years because Absolutely. you refuse to let people go because you've known them forever or they were a high school homie or you're trying to help them out. Like, yeah, it's not your fucking job. Your job is to take care of you, your life, yeah. your family, your goals, your vision, your passion, your mission, your movement, period.
1: Absolutely. People and either you can line up-, up
0: with that or they don't.
1: And you can have every excuse in the book. Like this person treats me like shit, but, but like, that's a one sentence only. There is no, but this person treats me like shit. I'm going to draw a boundary. They're going to receive it or they're not. And I'm going to remove them from my life. And when it comes to family members, it's like distance yourself. Like, I honestly feel like family is not always blood. Family is the people that you connect with on a deep fucking level. Yep. Like that's family. And so people have all the excuses in the world as to why they're keeping these shitty humans around. And it's like, that's not that's like a disservice to yourself. So there's no buts. And there's also like, it's not going to be easy. Like it's going to be hard and it's going to be uncomfortable, but it's also going to help you elevate to that next level and essentially elevate to the highest version of yourself, which is what I think we're all
0: aiming for. I have one final thought that I want to leave you guys before we tap out of this podcast. And this final thought is this. Anytime that you have somebody in your life that you are that you know is dragging you back, you yeah. know is holding you back, you know is holding you down, and you're unwilling to have a hard conversation with them because you don't want to piss them off or you don't mm-hmm. want to ruffle the feathers, I want you to know that you're making the decision to put your goals on the back burner. Yes. I want you to know that you're making the decision to not pursue your dreams because of another individual. I want you to know that you're literally sacrificing your own self-respect because you're unwilling to have a hard conversation because you don't want to piss somebody off, even though they're crossing your boundaries.
1: Dude, absolutely. You can't be successful in an environment that isn't supporting your success. So if your environment is negativity, if your environment is being around someone that constantly brings you down, then you are literally handing them your success and saying that you don't want it. So you need an environment that supports you. And sometimes that means chopping some bitch's head. Bye, 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 bye. Bet. Bet.
0: Where do they find you, babe?
1: If you guys want to follow me, I'm quite funny, also quite knowledgeable. You can find me on Kirsten Mark on YouTube. You can also find me on The Real Kirsten Mark on Instagram, Kirsten Mark on Facebook, Kmark Fit on TikTok. I got all the platforms and I would love to have you guys there. Peace, love, and everybody go cut somebody out of their life.
0: Peace.